Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the uh, Divine My Group. The Orion Mind School of the Prophets. I'm Jim Davis, your moderator. Today is 11 18 2018. Tonight's speaker is Gary Ray, which is also known as the White Wolf, and Hunawaya. Whenever you're ready, brother. Well, Jim, I do thank you. Um, man, I've been getting reports coming in to me on. Um, they're calling it Operation Hot Musket. And um, evidently, um, uh, it's unique because normally they don't, if a soldier's on, um, you know, family, maternity leave, something like like that, uh, they don't call him back. You know, they, uh, especially at this time of the year. And uh, there's a bunch of them that's on leave. And... All of a sudden, they've all been uh, put on recall. Um, a lot of them are going to rally around Lubbock, uh, in a former military or Air Force base that was there. But um, it appears that they're going to use energy-type weapons. And um, I hear that hot musket business. Every time I think of musket, I think of the patriots, you know, that initially fired up in this country. And um, I noticed that in certain places, uh, a lot of uh, military attack vehicles with uh, a red stars on the door. Like the fellow said, he didn't know if that was China or if it was the Russians. But um, really and truthfully, Putin and them have been the best damn enemy we could buy. I mean, I realize that they say one thing, that you better stop and figure out who in the hell's on that space station with us. And um, I'm not sure what they're going to do, but um, they um, could potentially have a shutdown in December. But um, something is going to occur with the, the dollar and uh, the financial structure, restructure. And, um, I mean, it just depends on what the thunder they're going to do. Um, but uh, you had three major oil people right now. That's Trump, Putin, and Saudi Arabia. And between them three, they basically control the flow of oil um, worldwide, um, like down here, they've dropped fuel prices enough that if you watch what you're doing, you can pick up fuel at uh, $2.19 a gallon. And um, we uh, do our best to keep the tanks um, topped off, uh, 
we, I told them, I said, whatever you do, you start hitting a quarter of the tank, uh, you know, you're down a quarter. I said, don't let it get no lower than a half tank. And uh, you keep, you know, fired up. And uh, we got to pick up more water tomorrow. But uh, we'll go and uh, I'll get uh, fig cuttings and things of that nature. And um, I'll see if I can find uh, some really tasty pears or peaches and uh, apricots. And then we'll take the seed and start them. And uh, once I've got them up, uh, we'll transplant them to the fields. And then uh, once they get, you know, a year, maybe two years old, uh, we'll start grafting across, you know, so that... Uh, We've got good uh, stock. Um, Louisiana, southwest uh, Louisiana, southeast Texas, LSU has come out and recommended a particular peach called the Feliciana. And um, that's evidently a pretty good peach, too. But uh, we're doing our best to get our, our pecans, our fruit orchards, uh, things like that in shape. Um, I think you're going to see a big push before long to get people to leave the farms and to go to the cities. Boy, that'll be a mass cluster jump if there ever was one because if they can get you in the city, they got you, I mean, you ain't going nowhere. You're going to buy, sell, and trade. And uh, um, I listened to Hillary. And that crazy woman wants to take and put a tax on the middle class. If they do that, there won't be no middle class. It'll be the do's and the don'ts, or the haves and the have-nots. And um, I thought to myself, that, that woman's about as nuts as they come. And uh, I've heard Pelosi say the same crap. Um, Diane Feinstein, uh, Feinstein one, one time here in several years back, she said, uh, well, hell, those people are getting those salaries. She said, uh, they don't need all that money. Uh, we can take that uh, most of that money and just let them have a penance, uh, uh, you know, to take care of uh, their little little stuff that they have. I thought, you know, you crazy-ass people, um, there you sit, um, living on the largest end of the fat hog, as the man said. And uh, they want to take away from everybody out there so that they can continue. Um, I, I, I don't give a damn if they're Democrat or Republican. There ain't none of them a-holes worth a crap. It's just that simple. And um, Jim and I, uh, we were talking the other day. And um, there's things that you're going to find out that, they have blowed so much smoke up people's butt over the religion called Christianity that um, there is a hell of a large portion of what they've taught as fact never happened. I mean, it just flat did not happen. And um, when you start seeing that, you have to realize that, see, religion... Um, People can get bound to religion. Charles Penny found that out in about 1578. 
um, and um, or was it 1758? <laughs> Excuse me. But he found that he could use the re, uh, religion and could do um, say things that stirred people's emotions. And once he got that emotion going, he could do this damn near anything that he wanted and get them to do anything. And uh, that's why I'm telling you, I mean, uh, do the best that you can do to stay the hell out of the damn courts. Um, I mean, God, we've showed you enough to let you see that they're operating under a silent, secret judicial notice. And um, I don't give a damn what you do with your trust law and everything. I mean, we've got our trust laws and trust set up, but I am here to tell you right now, um, you have to be extremely careful uh, because of the way these people think. But uh, see, they're trying to uh, set it up to where they can totally claim and take over the land. And if you get to look and let's say go to Smithfield, uh, what is it, Smithfield, Virginia, where they make uh, Smithfield hams, you better look around and see uh, who those people are that own Smithfield Hams now. And um, you're going to find out that they're Chinese. And there's parts of this country that uh, they're having to give away or they have given away um, to uh, China and places like that because of the uh, debt. See, that's what Trump was trying to pull down, was to take the debt down. Well, with Obama, he made an agreement with the U.N. They have to have borders. If you don't have borders, the U.N. can justify coming in here and taking over the country because you're not classified as a country if you don't have a border. And, um, see, the Democrats have got to show you, man, that is Marxist, socialist, I mean, to the eyeball court. Because uh, they want to do away with everything. They're wanting people to come in and vote in a country that are not even damn citizens. That's, that's against the law. And, uh, and yet they want to do it. Why? Because if they can tell them that if they'll vote for the Democrats, they'll lead them a path to citizenship and this and that and the other, and they can get votes from people that don't know anything about the country. They can tell them anything. And the people line up and vote for them. There's an old statement. It said, when the people of any country find out that they can vote themselves a benefit, that country or that nation state will not long exist. They'll spend it into oblivion. You need to look around, stop and think about what's going on here. And uh, these ministers, uh, these ministers, uh, boy, I tell you what, I just really like that Ray Higgins. Um, he talked about the gates of hell. Man, let me tell you something. Uh, if y'all will go back and listen to some of those video links, uh, that is one smart black man man of color, whatever you want to call him. That is a very intelligent man. And, uh, hell, he's got two doctorate degrees. He don't talk like any black that you ever run across. I mean, that guy, if you listen to him, you can tell he got, uh, he's got a brain between those ears and behind his eyeballs. 
and he believes in using it, and he's doing his best to teach his people. And our people would do wise to listen. As a matter of fact, there is a scripture that said there will come a time when the heathen, you know, I mean, our people consider anybody that ain't uh, light, white, bright, and, you know, that typical uh, stuff. Uh, if, they, if they're not white, uh, they think that they're idiots. They are heathen. They don't have any brain. That is not so. And it says that those people that are considered the heathen will literally teach our people so that they can wake up. Folks, you're going to have to do some serious thinking. I mean, this thing's coming down the pipe. we got people that, hell, I mean, they bound and determined they're going to stay in that damn law court business. Jump your ass on down there. That's like trying to get out there on 171 or Interstate 10 and tell that Mack truck or, or that uh, K-Whopper or Peter car that's running uh, uh, 80 mile an hour leaping 90 foot of jump, you know, so to speak, with a full load walking out there saying, stop, he ain't going to do nothing. He's going to make a greasy spot out of your ass. But uh, you need to stop and really do some thinking. Um, uh, mm, one morning here pretty quick, you're going to find out that there is no food in them damn grocery stores. And there are places that I know of right now in supermarkets, big super chains. You can go in there and the shelves are not full. There's probably a third of their stocking missing. And um, if there's too much comes in, uh, they just mess up. Now look at the turkey deal. They got a big turkey scare on. Uh, well, it don't make any difference to me. I mean, I can eat that backyard uh, buzzard or not. But uh, the fact of it is, is that uh, we, uh, oh man, hell, we make, we crank up the Kamada grill and do a brisket and 10, 15 lengths of sausage and I've got uh, tandoori chicken quarters that's been marinating for three, four days, and they'll be ready to go, uh, and uh, we'll put them on that grill. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do, all kind of vegetables and stuff like that. Um, we've, uh, Beth uh, was telling me, she said, Gee, when I started, she said I was wearing a tag 20. She said, you see that pair of colored pants over yonder? And I said, yep. She said, I was 12 when we were in Houston when they bought me that pair of pants. And she said, that's a 10. And she said, they're a little bit snug, but I can get in them. I said, honey, you keep going. I said, your arms, everything is looking fine. I mean, you're as pretty as you can be got hair so long she can sit on it and um, all of the girls I mean like that but uh, um, we're just teaching them I mean we got you know chickens and geese and ducks and we got uh, sheep and cattle and uh, we got horses and uh, but uh, we've already had people shooting our cattle 
and stealing uh, uh, young bulls. So, um, I mean, I'm just telling you right now, you know, when this thing and these people get hungry, um, they're going to know what a set of wire cutters are. And um, I hate to kill a man over a damn cow, but honest to God, I mean, uh, we got people that uh, I've grown up with around here, and, man, you cannot no more trust them than a man in the moon. And um, so, folks, you're going to have to really do some serious thinking. I mean, um, um, religion and politics, those are traps. You get involved in politics, don't worry about it. They got you. Because you're going to think that you're making the choice and you're not. You're only choosing the either or that they give you to choose from. And uh, in law, in, in the courts, uh, even in their law books, it tells you he that has an attorney has a fool for a client. Because you become a ward of the state, a ward of the court. It's saying that you're you're insane. You can't speak uh, for yourself. That's why a judge tells you to shut the hell up. And uh, besides, you're not having the true constitutional court. You're having a summary judgment court-martial under admiralty law jurisdiction. Look at that dang flag up there. I mean, uh, shit. I don't know what it is going to take for some of you to wake up, but um, you got a choice, and now's a damn good time to do it. You're damn, Jim. Go ahead. No, I was listening to what you were saying, brother, and I, I mean, you're absolutely correct on this stuff here <clears throat> and about what they've been doing and you know people that's been home on leave and them calling them back and a bunch of other things besides that like up here where i'm at in new york i mean you go in the stores i mean they've got food but nowhere near like they used to they used to have that thing packed out from front to back now you'd be lucky if you go in there and find 10 loaves of bread. I mean. Yeah, um, see, like um, uh, Dana, she told me, she said, Dad, she said, I don't want a turkey. And we don't eat ham. She said, would you do me a favor? And I said, what do you need, Pumpkin? She said, would you please take and make the old-fashioned style chicken and dumplings and make those dumplings really they're an egg noodles what they are mm-hmm. um, you just use flour and egg and you mix them together and roll them out and you know once you get them to dough and just cut them in strips and drop them in you know cut you know roll them pretty thin and they'll thicken your gravy and uh, they'll be nice I can't stand them old fat Swole up damn dumplings and people have crap. That's just like <clears throat> terrible. But anyway, I said, sure. So I fixed her up and got her two real nice organic hens. And and uh, I'm going to fix her up that way. And Danny had found some of that Texas heritage, uh, what they call brisket sausage. It's made all beef. Um, um, you know, we don't, we don't buy pork casings or anything on our stuff. Everything... It's either all beef or whatever, or uh, lamb even. And um, so um, we'll have 
we'll probably have more grocers around here than you can shoot nine sticks at. But the thing of it is, is that uh, we've been doing our best to prepare stuff that will last, that will uh, be in there. Um, once tur- uh, Turkey Day is over with, um, they have a big Renaissance festival every year at this time. And uh, so um, Gerald had come ask me, he said, Dad, he said, can I get that wheelchair that was Papa's that y'all keep that you've had to use once or twice till you could get your legs straightened back out? He said, can I use that to carry Brandy and we'll roll her around the Renaissance Festival and kind of give her, uh, you know, something to do but she can't do all that walking i said yeah that's fine so anyway uh um they'll go and uh they make it like a family outing every year gerald and his children and misty and her children and dana um who she doesn't have any children she's not married either uh they'll go and uh They'll stay two or three days. They buy a big block of tickets. And sometimes, I think this last year, they got them for free because they had been there so much. Um, but uh, everybody's kind of ginning up, getting ready, and then they'll start heading back to, you know, wherever they got to go. Uh, Misty and Danny are going to be doing some construction uh, on uh, the trailer, getting things uh, prepared for it. I've got the roof. I've got to get lined out on the front of this this bar, this uh, farmhouse, and a uh, uh, spot on the uh, back porch there where uh, our uh, computer room is, and uh, get that squared away, and then get our light box in or our 200 amp service uh, added into the barn. Uh, the bee barn, and uh, we can start getting everything ready, you know, for making hives and things of that nature. Bee's finishing up uh, the book room. She uh, built a, um, what the thunders at a 10 by 12, nine foot ceilings, and um, they put a 600 pound per square inch deflection floor in it. And um, it's on four foot centers, uh, you know, as far as the padding pier, and uh, doubled up heavy, you know, one and an eight doubled uh, tongue and groove, and uh, for the flooring, and uh, then those, uh, I think, two baits, tens, twelve, something like that, they're on sixteens, uh, and so uh, she's preparing that for a book room. Uh, it's got every kind of encyclopedia on how to do this and that and the other you can imagine. Now, if you'll go to listening, you'll see they are literally changing your history. They're rewriting certain things right now. They do not want you to know how to do them. Um, see, like used to, they made septic tanks and what they call the grease trap on the farm. Well, uh, um Popular mechanics, popular science came out, and they showed how to make a five-tank septic system, and the water, when it comes out, 
you can run uh let's say uh, let's say that you've got a big garden out there you can take that garden and uh run down um and you want to cut uh, with your ditch witch uh you want four foot deep holes and uh, you want to put in a foot of heavy gravel and um like on ours we'll probably run um, um you know a, a lateral line every uh maybe uh eight to ten feet and uh they'll all be set up like that draining down well when that water comes out of that fifth tank it literally is clear i mean it is it looks just like water you'd get out of a tap I, like fellow said i mean i'd have to be mighty thirsty but nevertheless um there is no um sewage runoff in that and uh you don't have to uh uh, maybe once every two or three years, you might have to break down or have the the first tank pumped, but the rest of the tanks will stay clear. And um, the same with your grease trap. That, see, that way you can use any gray water, anything that you have um, to, uh, to supplement a garden or fruit trees. Uh, and when you plant it uh, where that uh, line is at least three foot, down on a foot of rocks and then uh, once we get it lined up and it's got a slope in it like it's supposed to uh, we put uh, another say foot of gravel heavy gravel on top and then there's over two foot of uh, dirt you know to topsoil and so forth that comes on top of that and uh, it makes a really good um, septic tank and uh, field line system for let's say the grease trap from you know your kitchen or whatever and then uh, I had uh, found some propane uh, caps come off of uh, um, I think they're 250 uh, gallon tank caps but anyway one of them uh, will brush it out, you know, with the wire brush, brass brush tomorrow, and get it cleaned out, and we'll put handles, two handles on it, um, and uh, then put uh, um, a deal on the bottom so that it uh, can only go so far, it won't flip over, and that will become our outdoor walk. Then the other end, we'll put four heavy rebars in it, uh, clean it, weld it, and it'll make it to where it's like a, a four-prong um, grill, but it'll be turned upside down like you'd see a Chinese wok or a Chinese grill. I mean, uh, in some of these older restaurants that had real high-grade um, stuff, and you can either build a fire under it or you can put a propane uh, pop bottle under it, you know, pop, um, um, igniter. And uh, you can cook that way outside if you have to. And then we've got, uh, you know, the Kamada grills, and we've got uh, different types of uh, um, stainless steel barbecue pits, you know, big commercial ones and things of that nature, because during the summer, if it's hot, uh, we uh, on the farm, you don't run um, electricity as far as uh, uh, air conditioning. Because if you go into uh, the heat of the summer and uh, you run an air conditioner out there 
uh, in the house and then go out in the field, you'll wind up killing yourself because of the heat stroke. And so uh, we do our best to use fans and just keep circulation. And there's huge shade trees here, some of them 120 feet tall. And um, uh, so we do our best to utilize what we have. Uh, we're looking now to build um, a couple of uh, real nice root cellars that will be semi, um, you know, partial underground, partial above ground. <laughs> for uh, shelter as well as for uh, storage of, of uh, foods and dried veggies and, you know, different things like that. So, uh, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you to do. You'll have to do your own thinking. But, uh, friend, let me tell you something. Somebody is going to have to go to doing something, and they're going to have to start doing it now because when this thing starts shaking, it's going to be too damn late. Um, they've got earthquake uh, um, uh, that they're watching right now. The quake zones um, are Yellowstone, man. Let me tell you something. They're kind of shaking in their britches over Yellowstone and um, that uh, San Andreas Fault down in California. But uh, another one you better look at is the Madrid. Uh, Madrid Fault, it's up in... Uh, um, on the northern end of the Mississippi, up in there in Missouri and places. If that thing pops, let me tell you something. You see, the, the maps from the Navy and Scallion and myself and others, um, way back in the 80s, we drew maps of what we were seeing. And um, even the military, the, the ship's captains, have been taught for several years now that when this thing happens, the Mississippi down at the mouth, down close to, say, New Orleans down there, if there is a New Orleans, you're looking at 250 to 258-mile-wide mouth of the Mississippi. And uh, it ain't going to just uh, be something that takes years and years and years for it to happen. When this thing pops, friend, it's going to flip just like you'd unzip a zipper. And uh, it's going to hit the fan. Okay, Jim, you're dying. Talk to me a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, they bring it up every once in a while on uh, the nightly news about, you know, the Madrid fault like you're talking about. And um, <clears throat> they said they're endeavoring to warn people and uh, get them to move around that impact area. But they, they're not telling them how big it's really going to be impacted. <laughs> well, as well as you're talking about the, the um, uh, what is that, uh, Yellowstone, and how the ground has risen well over to 25 to 30 feet from its normally where it was. Well, two, mean, two or three years ago, the temperature of the soil up there had risen the last I heard, it was over 165 degrees. Now, friend, you better stop and think about that. When the earth starts getting hot like that and the dadgum asphalt starts to melt on the roadway, uh, the fellow said, um, that ain't a normal situation. No, sir. No. And the, even the animals, they've, for the past, I think, four or five years, they've been... Uh, 
you know, moving away from that area, trying to get out of there. Absolutely. 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 A lot of of people don't pay any attention to that. Like when those tsunamis and everything, the animals knew way in advance before the people did. I mean, the people just stood around, watched it come in. But the animals and the elephants, and they were, they were heading for high ground. Absolutely, and if you watch your stock, man, when they start, when livestock start traveling, friends, something is is out of whack. Um, and like water, the buffalo, you know, the bison up there, when they start seeing them rolling, they know, and they were watching that. And um, see, like we'll watch cattle and horses. Uh, uh, if you don't have good fences, let me tell you something. They'll they'll be uh, they'll be moving on up, as a man said, and it won't be to the upper east side. Um, but um, uh, you'll see game go to traveling, yes. and um, <coughs> all your animals it, will start. All your animals. Oh yeah, they're good. They're they're good at raising canes, Jim. Yes, sir. I'm telling you, when uh, our dogs, uh, man, when they start a howl for no reason, you need to go to really paying attention because uh, nature is telling you something. And uh, see, it's kind of like you and I were talking the other day about uh, um, it says the Messiah walked through their midst. Yes. Unharmed, unfettered, and unchained. Have you ever considered maybe he was walking the middle path, the path of the spine to where the energy could flow up and down the spine so yes. that the seven seals, the chakras, and the, uh, and the, the vertebral uh, aspect of the body and the spine could be opened uh, to the, um, um, to yeah, the um, crown chakra? I mean, you're going to have to stop and think about this. I mean, I, I realize that uh, they've dumbed us down to where you don't understand. But uh, man has been given great, powerful abilities. But uh, you don't have them if you don't know they're there or you're unwilling to uh, begin to test it, to see. Now, test me, prove me, and see if I won't pour you out the blessing. What's going to pour out the blessing? That high divine self. See, those uh, 12 disciples, they went to the upper room. They had to go behind the veil into the superconscious mind. And there they became apostles, Godhood realization. And um, these people don't realize that they have substituted a physical building and called it a church, and it had nothing to do with what you are. That there was so that they could get you to look and believe on an external outside reality and that they could control you. That's what the Pope and them do. And um, uh, when you see the Greek Orthodox, you're looking at the two legs uh, of iron. One is east and one is west. But uh, Greek Orthodox, eastern and western uh, is going to be the uh, papacy and the Vatican. Then when you look at uh, Islam, you're looking at another aspect of the Vatican, uh, like it or not. I mean, that's where in the hell it started from, with uh, Cardinal Lothar Shalmathus being Muhammad. 
And then uh, when you get to Judaism, you got to remember that that rabbinicism is the Babylonian teachings. It ain't the original Hebrew knowledge of uh, the crossing over. And see, when they teach it, they teach it as if it's a physical thing. And yet, in reality, the Hebrew is to change and cross over in the mind, to learn how to think in the higher form of the mind. Somebody needs to get a hello wake-up call. Yes, Good time, Jim. Yeah, like you were also talking about, you know how the, the animals have that sense to get away. We also have it too, but they taught us not to pay any attention to it, which is that gut feeling, you know. That you know that gut feeling never steers you wrong. It lets you know something ain't right. And That's most correct. People, most people just disregard it, even though they know it. Well, a, a law fan keeps asking about how do we get the twelve faculties of thought to operate. When you start meditating, if you look look at the zodiac, the zodiac, there's twelve signs in the circle but the 13th sign is the center so you're looking at the mashiach the teacher in the middle and the 12 faculties around the edge now those are broke up into four quarters of three months each four uh, or three 91 day quarters and so as you begin to look there's certain uh, things with astrology that tells you the influence of the electromagnetic that influence the mind and the heart of man. That's why it says, I'll visit you at the appropriate time. At the, at the appointed season, I'll come back and do this. Why? Because there were certain aspects of fruitfulness that are identified. When you start meditating, you're going to start activating those different vibrational frequencies all around that year time. Go back and listen to, to Bill Donahue. Bill's going to teach you a whole lot of stuff about meditation. Um, um, this guy, Ray Hagins, uh, he's got some great stuff to teach you. Um, uh, there's things that Dr. Ram has got, and, and he told you. Um, I've told y'all some of the things, how they use the secrets of sexuality, and hell, some of you just, I might as well just pour gas on you and look your ass on fire, because damn, it just burnt your butt up. You just couldn't get a handle on it. Well, that's your witness. I mean, you can believe what the Sam hell you want, uh, or not. But the fact of it is, if you want to know what those people did, and why they did it, then you're going to have to go back and do some real serious reality. Uh, a checkup, and uh, we've we've even studied and proven this stuff in a lab, in mind lab. But uh, when you start telling people out here on the street, oh God, well, God, dude, I ain't nothing like that. Well, I ain't never heard nothing like that in my life. My mom and my pa ain't never heard nothing. Hell, there's a lot of shit your mom and daddy ain't never heard. Uh, most of the crap we've been given was by their good intentions. They just taught us what the hell they knew. They meant well. They just flat ass didn't know. And um, so uh, uh, here we go. You know, I mean, you've got to do some serious thinking. 
Um, B and I were talking here a month or so back, and I told her, I said, B, we don't want John E. and them to be just like us. We want to teach them our experiences, how to find information, knowledge, how to apply it. But Bernice, our experiences will not necessarily give them the solution or the answer to a situation that they may have to deal with. We want to teach them how to think so that when the situation comes, they'll be able to make an informed and appropriate choice. They literally are us going forward, but we have to give them the free reign to be able to study, to learn, to look, and to grow, and to know. If we don't, then we're failing those children because we're the ones that have to prepare them. Don't give a damn about the state. Hell, they're only going to teach your children to do what the hell the state is in their best interest. You know, public, state, same thing. And uh, if you're going to do it, you're going to have to teach them. Well, what, what about the Sunday school? Same damn thing. That preacher and them is going to authorize certain teachings. And the teachings are to keep you under the thumb. Well, I'll be your shepherd, and God put me over you, and you're the sheep of my pasture. Oh, shut the hell up, you ignorant asshole. Somebody ought to jerk your drawers off and take a green cane and just cane your butt till you can't sit down. I know you believe that crap, but it's a damn lie. And uh, the fact of it is, is that we have to teach now. We have to make and sound the voice. If we don't start blowing the trumpet and letting these people know, um, I mean, I'll teach as many as I can. If you don't want to know, hell, there's somebody else out there. They'll tell you any damn thing you want to hear. Get it on. Go. Bye. Don't let the damn doorknob hit you where the Lord split you. (laughs) And uh, you need to realize that. Quit wasting your time with people that don't want to know. You don't have to go out. It didn't tell you to go out there and save the world. It said make disciples. You can't really make a disciple. You can only give people information that if they want to discipline or disciple themselves, they will apply that knowledge and they will change and transform by the renewing of their mind. If they don't, guess what? No big damn deal. Two in the bed, one taken, one left, one of them going to be dead, one of them still going to keep living. Which one are you going to be? Your dime, Jim. Yes, sir, how true that is. You know, it tells us to study, to show ourselves approved, a workman, rightly uh, dividing the word of truth. I mean, you know, grouping it together. You know, if we don't get off our lethargic back there and do something, uh, then it's nobody's fault but ours. He tells us to get out there and seek and search it out with fear and trembling. It don't mean to be afraid. It just means to have respect for what you're looking for and what you're uh, reading. Don't just get out there and think it's just any old book that somebody's writing. You need to really dig into it and find out where they got their research from and everything else. Follow it all the way back. That's just like the strongest. I agree with you. I agree. 
That's right, Trump. There's a lot of things I like about Trump, but I'm here to tell you, Trump is not my God. And Trump can screw up. Hopefully, Trump will be following enough of the real path that he can help the people. But I'm here to tell you, you're going to have to wake up so you can help yourself. And if you've got weapons, don't keep them weapons all in the same spot. You spread them things out and put some ammunition with them. Keep your damn mouth shut about them. Uh, because I'm here to tell you, if they can take your weapons away from you, they own your ass. Yes, sir. <clears throat> yep, we need... We need to be, as they say, wise as a serpent, which is cunning and crafty, not in a bad sense, but really think about and have a plan what you're going to do, but be harmless yeah. as a dove. You know. That's true. And, and see, I mean, um, we've got a reputation. Everybody around here knows. I mean, if we go to the feed elevator and buy feed, and we pay too much, They'll even if it's only a penny, they will give us that damn penny back. <laughs> they know that if they give us too much feed, we'll call them and tell them and tell them to put a ticket on it, and as soon as we come to town, we'll swing by there and pay for it. Um, and, and, I mean, everybody knows we're like that. They had somebody stole gas uh, at uh, the old store that Uncle Frank and Hank uh, um, Audrey used to own, and Thibodeau's uh, bought it. And um, Uncle Frank tried his best to get Billion uh, to buy it and run it, and uh, she just didn't want to get involved in that. But uh, the lady remembered uh, that we had come and bought fuel. And they know that we always get a ticket every time we demand that they give us a ticket. The reason being is back around the early 90s, they had a Calcasieu Parish deputy was transferred to either Westlake or Sulphur. And um, he was a narco narcotics undercover officer well there was a deal went down and he wouldn't join in with them so he got fuel and like i said either westlake or sulfur and uh when he drove off the individual that was running the store swore that he didn't pay uh, for his fuel for that cruiser well, the next thing you know is two or three of the locals in that area took out and gave chase on the Houston River Road. And they claimed that they changed, chased him so far, and it's now the hell that damn road ain't that long. But anyway, they chased him down and they killed him. And so the excuse that they gave was that he did not have a ticket. So I told the girls, I said, that's it. I don't care what happens, you make sure. I said, do not leave their cash register without getting a ticket for whatever you buy. I don't care if it's a bottle of pop. Oh. <coughs> Excuse me. 
So anyway, they called the house, and uh, they said, uh, I think Shawnee answered, and they asked her, they said, uh, Shawnee, y'all were up here, and y'all bought fuel at such and such a time. Do you have your ticket, and would you please look on there and see what time it was? He pulled out the ticket, bam, gave them the time. They went back and pulled the video feed up, and there was that individual stealing that fuel. But they could track them because they knew where to start with our deal. And so the word goes around. Them people don't take nothing. I mean, if you lose your money, um, they'll bring it back to you. And um, um, we just got a reputation for being like that. Um, I don't want a dang penny that you got. I don't want one thirty-second of a nat's tract of the land that the Javas give to you to operate and run. I, but I want all the mine, and I want to teach our children. And uh, you're just going to have to learn to think that way and do it all the time. It's like if we're driving down the highway. Um, um, Oh, I don't stockpile weapons. I scatter my stuff out, dude. I mean, uh, here's the deal. It's true I know enough that if I need a weapon, uh, I am the weapon. And uh, I know enough and know what to do that if I need one, I know how to acquire one. But uh, I uh, would highly recommend um, stash you weapons and some ammo different places not in the same place solomon said divide your wealth your treasure into seven even eight pieces i I think solomon uh, gave good advice in that particular sense of the scripture there um i ain't planning on starting nothing but uh if somebody wants to get in the game um I'm, i'm pretty well liable to put a finish to it so, I mean, you, you're going to have to think. I mean, uh, if you got food, you got people that when they get hungry, they're going to hunt you down. They do not give a damn that you own it, that you paid for it. They will come in there after you. I realize some of you people have never been in foreign countries and seen anything like this, but I have. And I'm telling you, I hate to see it come here, but we cannot do what we have done. The United States, like it or not, is the biggest damn terrorist country in the world. I mean, I'm sorry, damn it, but that's a fact. And um, you, you can't do something, the wheel of karma is going to come back to you. That's why we do our best to be fair, honest, and just in all things. But we don't walk around with our eyes shut either. We look at what's going on. You'll die, Jim. Praise the ball. Yes, sir, brother. I mean, there again, if if we ain't if we ain't watching and listening and doing something, then we ain't no good for nothing. We need to... Well, I mean, uh, Jim, you can... Divine mind is a powerful thing. But it won't do you any good if you don't apply it. 
And it will show you things to do. Israelites, uh, if you go back in history, uh, they made a knife a certain way. It was easy to make on the forge. It uh, would act as a pruning shear, etc., or a spearhead. And guess what? If you're a tactical assassin and you have a knife made like that, what you do is you take his thighs out from under him because you cut to the inside and you cut those arteries and veins. You come up, crisscross across his abdomen, his guts will fall out on the floor. I mean, look here. Those weapons were made lethal for a reason. When they outlawed weapons in Scotland and Ireland, uh, and they couldn't pack swords and stuff anymore, the next morning, every man basically in Scotland and Ireland was carrying, um, oh, it's it's a burl knot, what it is, and uh, a, a shillelagh. And they would pack those shillelagh canes everywhere. Um, hey, and I all needed a walking cane. You jack one up and he put that damn uh, briar knot upside your head. I mean, he can get you education real quick. But you're not, Jim. Uh, yes, sir, brother. Uh, I mean, folks, uh, whether we want to admit it or not admit it, everyone can see and sense and feel that things just ain't right in in the backyard so to speak or the front yard for that matter but we need to keep our eyes and ears open and as like white wolf said we need to learn to help one another you know but we also have to make sure that those that we know and those that we can uh rightly group together with because not everyone's your neighbor, even though they may live next door to you. I mean, because everybody's got their own way of thinking about things. And your yes, way sir. of thinking might not be their way of thinking. And believe me, I got a few. Another thing is your, your medication. You, you need to think about your diet so you can get yourself off of medication. I mean, do you realize that if, if the system were to take a dump today, and the financial system up went into upheaval. Where the hell do you think? Excuse me. Where do you think you'd go to get high blood pressure medication and stuff like that when there isn't any? So if you'd have made it with your food or learned how, you wouldn't worry about the pharmaceutical industry. Yes, sir. They know that you don't need them. But they spend billions of dollars a year programming and uh, and running ads and stuff to make sure that you don't figure that out. You need a doctor tater. You got to go down and ask your professional. You better go to becoming your own physician and go to doing your own thinking. And let your food be your medicine and your medicine be your food. You cannot take their word for it. Them people, the only damn thing they're doing, what they do for is to make a buck off of you. Don't you understand? They're buying and selling your ass in commerce. Now, when the destruction comes, guess what? 
the merchants of the world are off weeping and crying and hollering and moaning. Why? Because there's nobody out there to buy their merchandise anymore. Oh, my goodness gracious, Willie Nell. You see what I'm saying? You're going to have to do the thinking. You're going to have to do something. Or they're going to own you from cradle grave. Yes, sir. If they don't like you, they might decide to cut off whatever it is that, that keeps you going. Yes, sir. And and there's someone that's already kind of thought about that there, especially when you hear some of the things that they got in the background, so to speak. That's right. Love fan says what's scary is they are in debt, boy. That's right. Guess what? They don't never check to see what their money score is. They always check to see what their credit and their debt limit score is. My goodness gracious. See, they are wealthy. <laughs> they got 900 yards of credit and 10,000 yards of debt. <laughs> and they think they're wealthy. Ain't yeah. none of them found a money score. You need to do a little bit of cogitating. I was laughing. Uh, I listened to Ray uh, Higgins. He made a statement that they needed to start a deal where they could create a um, a backup fund for the black folks, which is a good idea. But here'd be the problem. Where are you going to put that money? In the damn bank? Well, if you put it in the bank, you don't have no money anyway. <laughs> That's right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Look here, Jim. I'm going to throw it to you. I got, like I said, I got a house full of people in there. And uh, I'm just hoping, I know that, uh, dang, I mean, man, we're sitting here on the door of this thing. Um, it's just a matter of yeah. when it shakes, rattle, and roll. Um, don't take more than Bill Bailey wants to come on home, you know. Gay star singing and so forth and so on. I mean, that's a long while back, but uh, um, folks, I love you. I mean, I, I I don't know what else to tell you or to warn you of. I just hope to God that you have the good sense, the good intelligence. Look out for yourself and your family, because you're going to have to. Nobody else can do this for you. The state can't do it. Look at them people in Puerto Rico. Hell, the state, the government ain't been able to go down there and help them. Man, they had too much crap tore up. What the hell do you think's going on in Houston after, uh, what was that, uh, Henry? Uh, that one, um, uh, Hardy, uh, that big uh, hurricane they just had in Houston. And people are still over there trying to figure out what they're going to do. I love you now. Good long prosper, be in health, Jim, all of you. Yes. Um, by the grace of Yahweh, everything will be still in the game next week. And uh, this thing will straighten on out. I know that there's nothing impossible uh, or too hard for the ever-living. But I do also know that the ever living tells us to uh, be wary and be careful. He didn't tell us to worry about what we're going to do or what this and that and the other. He said, be careful, be wise. 
wise as a serpent, and yet harmless as a dove. You just got to do your own thinking, folks. That's all there is to it. I love you, Jim. Shalom, prosper, be in health. My best to you and your family, the rest of you fine folks. Same to you, brother. We love and appreciate you. Like the scripture tells us, to watch and pray. That word pray means to say. Watch and say. Say what you want. If you see destruction and things going to hell in a handbasket, say just the opposite. See the way you want it. The good, good, and very good. Not only for yourself and your family, but those around about you. That's what we're supposed to do. Lift one another up. And, you know, we can change things if we put our hearts and minds together and do what the divine law says to do, which is to love your neighbor as yourself. It don't mean your neighbor next door. It's talking about your fellow man. Treat everyone the way you want to be treated. I mean, if you want to get slapped around every other day, go slap somebody else and see what happens. You'll get tired of that after a while. I mean, so do good. Oh, yeah. Speak good. I mean, that's what it's all about, to, 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 to care for one another, do for one another, help one another. That way we can all grow thereby and lift up that And they don't have to be the same color you are either. God, look around. There's people out there that's not the same color as you are and don't have the same eye color that you have. And, hell, they'll be some of the best friends you could possibly have. Yes, sir. I mean, yes. Uh, you're, you're I, correct. I love you. I, I, I'm, I'm getting off of this here. I've got to go. Man. I love you, Jim. We love you too, brother. But you, you are correct on that. And but people need, that's what the system's doing. They keep promoting that their prejudiceness and all that bigotry and all that. We need to look past all that and see the God in the other person. And if he don't know God, maybe, you know, you can speak to him in a way that maybe he'll stop long enough to listen. And maybe it will help him and vice versa. I mean, that's what it's all about. And, I, you know, folks... I love and appreciate each and every one of you, and I, I praise the Creator for, you know, the things He's done for not only you and each one of y'all, as well as myself and my family. <clears throat> but I wish each and every one of y'all a uh, nice Thanksgiving. Hopefully we all have something to be thankful for, you know, life itself and the fellowship with our fellow man. That's another thing to be thankful for. And that we're all in good health and happy. But with that, like I said, I love and appreciate you. And thank you all for coming. And hope you'll have a nice and wonderful Thanksgiving. And blessings be unto each and every one of you. And with that, you know, I'm going to end the call. There again. Shalom, prosper, and be in perfect divine health. Blessings be unto all of you. Good night.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.